All right. Uh, good afternoon. It's Wednesday and I'm ready to share the word of God. I've had some outstanding opportunities in the last couple of weeks, a um, couple of ministry engagements in London, England, and a chance to attend the uh, Global Conference in St. Louis, Missouri. So that kind of held me back from sharing this lesson. I've been on the go. <clears throat> really hadn't had a chance to um, break bread with the audience in a little while. Uh, one of the things that I had titled this message before I left for London, and I had a title of Process of Elimination, but um, the more God began to show me in the Word of God what He was meaning, uh, I got a further understanding that it's about the people, or what I, I'll title it, God's Chosen 300. So uh, we're in the book of Judges, seventh chapter, and um, we just pray that the Lord would feed his people and he would make this word known and help people to understand it and use it properly in Jesus name. <clears throat> in verse um, one, the Bible says, uh, then Jerubbabel, who is Gideon and all the people that were with him rose up early and pitched beside the well of Herod so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of Moriah in the valley. So we, we see that there's an alternate name, Jerubbabel, uh, which is another name for Gideon. And the great thing about that name, Jerubbabel, is that uh, Gideon destroyed an altar to an alternate god. And what is great about that is that destroying his altar saying that there is no need to build altars or uh, sacrificial places or places of uh, prayer unto any alternate God, that there is only one God, that he only would recognize one God. And so we have to get into that position where no matter what we're going through, no matter what has happened, the realization is there's only one God. There's only one that I need to make supplication to or request or, or put myself in position of in a position of humility uh, towards, and that is the true God, uh, Jehovah, uh, God, uh, Jesus. We, we, we only recognize one God. And so um, Gideon is going into battle and the enemy is present. The opposition is there. The uh, stage is set that there's going to be a conflict. Uh, I don't want people to believe that <clears throat> even though you're a Christian, there's victory that is without the need to confront opposition or uh, engage an obstacle, that this is necessary for us to be victorious, for us to triumph. We have to have that process of going through and conquering opposition. We should never be in a place to accept being conquered or accept being defeated. We should look at it as God has given me an opportunity to experience the process of in, uh, inheriting victory. Now, 
that process is going to start with something that in some cases would make, make us uncomfortable, the engaging of the enemy. But also uh, one of the first things that we're going to see is that God begins to expose. So let's go into verse two. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are that, that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, my own hand has saved me. God is wanting to connect through victory with you. I'm going to say it again. God is wanting to connect with you through victory. But he wants you to know that it's not your talent, is not your intellect, is not your uh, it is not your power and strength and charisma that has given you the, the deal or has broke the allowed you to break ground for the building, but that it was him, his presence is with you. That is the most important thing to understand is when the presence of God is with you. It, it, there's a connection that takes place that you understand that his power does things and, and people will not necessarily understand his presence was there. They may say, hey, look, wow, you, you really know how to engage to make deals. You may have, they may look at you and say that charisma that you have to, to just talk to people or the aggressive mentality that's there. But what you will know is that it's God. You sing great. You can, you, you can hit all the octaves, but guess what? It's the presence of God that is with you that makes them say, wow, just they, they recognize the talent, but it's the talent mixed with the presence of God that gives you the victory. So he says, look, too many people. You ever felt like that, that you have so many people around you and you you have all these supporters and all these people that, oh, wow, you know, you're opening a business and say, oh, I'm going to support you. I'm going to be there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just praying that God gives you a Fortune 500 company. And it's like, well, that's great. But are you actually going to buy something? Are you actually going to purchase product? Are you actually going to uh, help me market my business? Are you going to put it on your social media? Are you going to share uh, what, what we're doing? And the answer a, a majority of the time is no. That person forgets about whatever they were going to say a prayer for or whatever they were going to do for you within a week's time. That's not a supporter. That support is... Is, is really worthless because all it does is it, it doesn't invest in your company. It doesn't invest in your idea. Uh, doesn't, uh, you know, really open any opportunities for you. It's just another way of saying, oh, I'm with you. Not true support, not any kind of true uh, love for you. Just a, a, a outward show that I'm actually supporting. And God said, you got too many people like that around you that will never support you, will never give a dime, will never uh, put any forth kind of any uh, effort uh, to uh, see that you are victorious or see that you uh, gain some kind of triumph. Just will just really 
willing to speak and say something to make you feel like they're a supporter. Uh, in verse three, the Bible says, now therefore go proclaiming the ears of the people saying, whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead and their return of the people, 20 and 2,000 and there remain 10,000. Look at the number. More than half of the people that uh, Gideon has with him are cowards. And I bet you, you don't know that you have people around you that are cowards, that are actually fearful. Um, their own insecurities, their own uh, problems. Not only do they, they bring them upon themselves, but they bring upon whatever you're doing. And they're, they're, they're supporters, but they're, they can't stand on anything. They can't, uh, they're, they're not ready for success. Uh, they they call they, they've affixed themselves to you, but guess what? They're fearful. They're fearful of success. They're fearful of responsibility. They're fearful of 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 walking in any kind of integrity. And so, what good is having them as a support system? And you're going to have to understand something. When God is about to give you the vision, it can get very uncomfortable. If God were to expose that best friend that you've had for 20 years as a coward or as somebody that uh, was a fraud, how would you feel? You're going to feel your foundation shaking because all of a sudden that friend, that person, that confidant, that person that you really depended on, God has exposed them as not being true. And so now you're left to wonder, well, look, I invested all this time and, and, and all this uh, effort into this friendship that was not even true. That is one thing I've experienced a lot in life is that when God is ready to do something in your life, he exposes. He tells you, Okay, I'm taking you forward. All of those people are going to go backwards. All of those people that you thought were friends, thought were supporters, thought were uh, just those that would stand with you no matter what. No, God says, no, nah, I'm exposing all that. And they're going to admit that they have fear. They're going to admit that they don't want responsibility. They're going to admit that they don't want to build. They're going to admit they don't want to go into the ministry because of the need to sacrifice and submit. They're going to admit it to you. I can't go forward with you because um, I, I don't really want to walk with God like that. I just, I want to, I want a weekend God. I want a, a God that makes me feel comfortable. I really don't want that much responsibility. I really don't want uh, to be prosperous because I, I, I don't feel I can handle it. I don't feel like I could walk in that position. I don't feel like I could be around elite company. And that's a shame, but it shouldn't affect you to the point where you say, you know what, I want to go with them. No, you should let them go. 
God has exposed. God is connecting with you in that exposure. God is revealing things to you. That's when it, that's when you know how alive and true God really is. When he moves and he exposes, he, 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 he reveals the inner workings of his mind and his purpose towards you. You ought to be excited. So, the Bible says that the, the numbers are diminished. It goes, you know, down to 10,000. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will bring them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And of whosoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee, the same shall not go with me. He, he, this process of eliminating people that are actually going to go forward with you. We want as many people as we can with us. And God says, no. You got 500 supporters. I need to get rid of some of them. More exposure. I want you to tell this person that they can't come with you. And see, that's that's another uh, gauge of how res responsible you're willing to be with God. It, it, can God really trust you that if I want to get, I, I don't want this person coming forth with you when you're serving me. Will you get rid of them? Will you tell them that they can't go with me? Will you tell them that the journey, we got a fork in the road and you got to go to the left while I keep straight? Are you really willing to do that? If God were to tell you today, I want you to eliminate. You got 5,000 Facebook followers uh, that, you know, you, you put your ministry out there. But he said, I want you to eliminate some people. I want you to get some people off your Facebook. Would you do it? You know, I, I that was something, and, and this is um, something that I've had to do recently, is that certain people... I had to learn to just say, hey, you're not going forward with me. You can't go forward with me. You're not a part of my purpose going towards God. You're not a part of, the, of, of what God is wanting to do in me. And it's, it's you, know, I, you know, I talked with somebody and I, I, I just, I couldn't do it. I, I, I just, you know, I knew that God had exposed some things and God had shown me some things and had to separate. And it can be painful, but it's necessary. And you have to, what, you, what, what God is teaching Gideon is, do you want to make people happy? Do you want to be comfortable? Or do you want to be what I called you to be? Do you want to be a leader? Do you want more responsibility? Or do you want to just plateau and, 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 and stay at a certain level and you're, you're making people happy in the process, but you're not going towards victory?
You're not going towards triumph. You're not going towards maturity or perfection. Perfection means some, sometimes that you have to do it over and over and over and over until you get it right. Well, in this process, God is saying, hey, 10,000 is too much. We got to get rid of some more people. We got to get rid of some more dead weight. And a leader understands that, okay, this is what God wants. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to half-hazard uh, or what I call uh, uh, be deficient in following God's direction. I'm going to do it to the fullest or I'm going to leave room uh, for me to be hindered going forward towards victory. What's it going to be? And he says in verse five, so he brought down the people unto the water and the Lord said unto Gideon, everyone that lapped of the water with his tongue as a dog lapped, him shall set by himself. Likewise, everyone that bowed down under his knees to drink. And in verse six, and said, a number of them that lapped put it in their hand to their mouth were 300 men, but all the rest of the men bowed upon their knees to drink water. And so, you know, I, I, I wanted to give my interpretation as, as God allows. There are people that are so talented that God is going to put around you. He's going to put those people around you that are so talented, they're multi-talented. They can do three or four things at once and be very efficient at doing each. They're not going to make errors when it comes to your paperwork or your documentation. They're going to be accurate. They're going to be people of integrity. But when they when he talks about putting the hand to the to, to the mouth, they're able to keep their eyes focused. And when people are there to support you or uh, be in service to you, they can be focused on your success. They can be focused on making your company successful and yet and still develop, get better, and stay focused on other tasks that they're performing. Now, the key to that is when you have these people that are talented around you, as a leader, don't forget to invest in them when their time comes. When their time comes to take up a leadership mantle, don't get so uh, connected that you all, you, you're not going to let them go when the time comes. That when it's their time to open up their business, when it's their time to start their conference, when it's time to uh, move forward in their ministry, don't forget to invest in them. They stay focused on serving you. They were multi-talented. They were uh, able to multitask. But as a leader, don't forget to invest in them when the time comes. I just have to say that again. That's very important. And so the people uh, in verse seven, the Lord said, and Gideon, by the, the 300 men that lap, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into thine hand. 
and let all the other people go, every man under his place. God reveals that he didn't want Gideon's victory going to people that were uh, fearful, people that were not called in purpose to be with you. I hope, I hope people understand that. God wanted to give Gideon. God wants to give you. He doesn't want the victory that he's going to give you being uh, almost misinterpreted as a blessing of how many people you had or how much charisma you had or, uh, you know, pedigree or things like that, that are, are trivial. People from the outside may interpret it that way, but you will understand that it was really God, the inner workings that you and God had this intimate relationship where uh, he was explaining to you how to achieve victory. And, and so in the end, he's saying, hey, this victory is for you. It's got your name on it. The people that were there to support you were people that God placed in your life to help you achieve. But it wasn't their numbers. It was God working with the little bit that, or what we think is the little bit that he gave us, which was really people that were purposed and called and anointed to work with you. That's what helped you overcome. That's what God wants to do. God wants you to let you know if you got 20, I'll make it, I'll, I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it into 20,000. The $2 you got, God say, I'll I, I make that go farther than somebody else's millions. Why? Because that connects the power with whatever you had. The little bit you gave mixed with the presence and the power of God gave you everything that you have. You can look back on, on your status as a millionaire, your status as a business leader or community leader or whatever you may be, international um, uh, minister, whatever it may be, is going to be connected to the presence and the power of God. So I hope that this message has blessed you. Uh, feel free to uh, inbox me if you have any questions. Uh, I'll be putting the link up to this on Facebook and um, I'll just say a prayer, Lord God, we pray for over this audience, no matter how many it is, that it reaches the right people at the right time for the right season. And Lord God, we give you thanks and honor and glory, anoint this message, let it touch the people that help them overcome and achieve victory and understand that process the process of God will be revealed in Jesus name. Amen. Well, I hope to see you again soon. Hopefully I'll be able to put up a, another message in a week or two, but I hope that this uh, really touches and uh, uh, ministers to you. God bless. Bye-bye.